another interesting trip to Crystals. And I finally got that thing that's been rising around in my head for the last month or so. No more casting spells with a stick for your old boy Rian. But, uh, something seems off. We noticed a burned house on the way, and I can't help but feel a sense of dread. Like the past is catching up. Well, let's see if this bad feeling finds merit on today's short quest, Long Rest. knucklehead. It is much as you remember it, that sort of hubbub of a place that is crowded with people. You hear that sing-songy voice from Old Bitey, the trout mounted above the common uh, common room hearth. Pushing your way inside, most of the tables within the space are full. And you're kind of scanning each of the booths along one of the walls and see a pair of downtrodden but very much alive faces that are familiar to you, Tavini. Both of them talking quietly, not really paying attention to any of the rest of the common room. Full sprint through the, the tavern, just like dodging as much as she can. Bit clumsily, but getting there. You're about three quarters of the way to the table when Elsa sort of glances up and then does a double take and you can see her face go from just sort of rejection to, you know, a very broad forced smile. Oh, Tavini, how you doing, dear? Come, come here. Sit. Making a scoots over, making a space for you. Yeah, she immediately goes over and she just hugs Elsa. Right, sit down, dear. Come here, quick. She's kind of looking about the tavern. Here, uh... Reaches down to her side, off to her right-hand side, which is away from you, and takes the cloak that she would normally wear out and about in the streets and tosses it over your head. It's much larger than you are. Right, put this on, please. I don't have one for your friend there. Garn, move over. Make room for him. What's brought you back? We, uh... We came back to... What, what happened? Why is... I saw the... The blades. What, what happened? There was a, a misunderstanding. Um, are you alright? I am. I'm... I, I... I thought... I thought you were hurt. No, dear. No. She's kind of reaching up and ruffles your hair uh, through the hood that she's tossed over you. I'm, s- I'm very happy to see you, dear, but you can't stay in town. Oh. 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 Why not? There was uh, folks af- asking after your friends. Is that... Is that why... Is that why it was burnt? 
And she shares a look with Garn, who kind of sucks in his bottom lip a little. And whereas she looks unscathed, you could see that some of his beard has been trimmed away. And he has a, a bit of shiny new flesh just poking up under his collar on the right-hand side. Yeah, um... Uh, folks came asking after you and your friends, and... We, we wouldn't tell them anything. They started smashing things up, and... Oh, uh, and it became clear that we didn't know where you'd gone. Uh, I tossed in some lanterns. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You've got no need to apologize, dear. Elsa sort of pulls you into a side hug and forces your head to her shoulder. <laughs> your friends, are the rest of you in town? I, 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 I think I can... I think I can reach out to them. You think you can, um... And she pauses for a moment. She kind of looks around the crowded tavern. I would say, uh, bring them here, but no, tell them to meet us at the House of the Morning Lord. Okay. We can head there, I think. She's still got tears in her eyes, because she's still, like, really shaken by this. She's, like, teary-eyed and covered in soot and the cloak and just... You stop your fretting now, we can rebuild. Actually, Garn and I were speaking of heading to the Dwarven Valley. Uh, it, uh, I, I, I can reach out to uh, Helda. She, she could help. She lives there. She nods, plainly not knowing who Helda is. Dane's daughter. She's like the princess of that damn place. Yeah, um... Is that Battle Hammer? Yeah, I think it's Battle Hammer. Battlehammer. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was Battlehammer Hold? I thought the those two had a different name. Dane Starkly and Helda is his daughter. Oh. Daughter. So yeah. Starkly then. Yeah. Yeah, because the Battlehammers were like the prominent family there, but he yeah. was in charge. Okay. He was someone different. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, she's uh, Dane Stokely's daughter. She can help. And she's like whispering sort of this now that, that she's girlfriend. like paranoid of being overheard. Her eyebrows shoot up at hearing that. Oh, so you've made some friends in high places. Well, low places. Tavini, like her cheeks darken a little bit, remembering that, you know, they kind of went on a date, kind of, sort of. Well. Well, it counts. It was a group date, but it counts. <clears throat> I'll be grateful for any sort of help you can give us on that. Uh, but why don't we uh, clear out of here before you're recognized? Uh, yes. Your friend, uh, he wasn't able to hide that little dragon of his, was he? <laughs> no. She, she is not little. And she, she looks across at Krellick. <laughs> She's so much bigger now. She's not so little anymore. Oh, what's the... The size of a, a dog now she was, just about. A very, very, very big dog. Bigger than me. Alright, uh, let's, let's be going now. Up, up. Kind of <laughs> grabs you by the shoulders and steers you out of the booth. <laughs> and, and out he goes. What did we clock, uh, 
and say, what did we clock Miri at now? Because last time I thought she was like the size of a horse that we, yeah, we had she's, set. She's, yeah, taller than you at the at eye level now. That's my girl. And that's, you know, standing on four paws. Yep. Say so her shoulder likely comes up to about the middle of your upper arm. So your sh- her shoulder doesn't quite meet yours yet, but it's getting there. Nice. Goddamn. Dragons grow quick. I don't know. And they're bound to human lives anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so Elsa kind of steers you and Krellick out of there and after a moment goes back for Garn and kind of drags him along and he doesn't seem so much out of it as he is just dejected. Very, very listless as compared to her. But he does give you a side hug when he sees you, Tavini, and kind of has you under his arm the entire way over to the House of the Morning Lord. She's going... Sis hug. While she's hugging him, she's going to cast uh, Cure Wounds. He allows it, and there is that familiar flood of warmth in your chest and sort of directed his way. And... You can feel his grip on your shoulder tighten a little as a sort of grateful squeeze. Oh, thank you, lass. So the burns. You know, as Elsa was saying, nothing we can't rebuild. Uh, she's then going to reach out with sending. Okay. Who are you getting in touch with? Yeah, so she's sending it to uh, Dreamer because she trusts that he's not going to ask too many questions because she's kind of a bit shaky. All right. So, Dreamer, you are descending the steps from Crystal's Curios down towards, you know, Rian and following Felgrin when Tavini reaches out to you. What is the message that you send him? Dreamer, come to the house of the Morning Lord. Be careful and do not be followed. Bring the others. Is that it? Yep, that's it. So, before we split up, thumbs up emoji. Yeah, just but just before you split up. Oh, so I'm with him. Yeah. Okay. Cool. This would be, he's just, he's sort of the tail end coming down the stairs from Crystal's before you all split off to your different places. Gotcha. That makes sense. Dreamer just responds with, understood. And Wait. then understood 24 more times. <laughs> understood, 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 understood. Understood. <laughs> Don't want any wasted words. Exactly. <laughs> he's anything if not efficient. Exactly. Exact change kind of guy. Yep. <laughs> You're gonna get your copper. Yep. I mean, in that case, Davini had seven more words. True. That's what's driving him crazy now. He's just <laughs> like, why? Damn it. You had seven words. <laughs> <laughs> I lost count around like 10, so I was like, eh, I'll just finish it quickly. <laughs> so, what are you doing? It, yeah, I mean, I think Felgren's talking to Reen. He's like, it's not gambling if you know you're gonna win. <clears throat> Um, I, I, I just, it, but what? I just heard Tavini. Oh, what she got going on? Hmm. How's Alison Garn doing? She say? 
She didn't say. She sounds worried. She said... We should go to the house of the Morning Lord. To be careful and not to be followed. Not to be followed? Mm. Huh. He'll go pocket his, uh, his charlatan's die. Well, I guess we're not gambling. I, she wouldn't have sent us something unless she, she was serious, so... House of the Morning Lord it is. If it was either one of you, I would ignore it. Right. That's, I 100% agree. Let's go. Dreamer, take the back. Watch our... Watch behind us. I'll keep an eye out. I can keep an eye out, too. That's a girl. Miri is sort of looking paranoid down any of the uh, side streets that are lit by lanterns at this time. Well... Let's not waste any time. Hey, let's get going. They'll get going. All right. So, Tavini and Krellick, you arrive at the House of the Morning Lord a few minutes ahead of the others who come up from the south through a couple of streets. You are not waylaid on your way there, are greeted by a familiar face, to you anyway, Tavini. The human adventurer Mishan is sort of closing up things for the e- well, I say the evening, when you all arrive. She sees Elza and kind of gives her a half-smile. Have you, uh, been reconsidering my offer, then, of staying here? Elza shakes her head. No, uh, we've actually been quite comfortable over at the Knucklehead. Michonne kind of nods. And, and the, the two with you? Tavini, I recognize. Tavini smiles shakily. <laughs> Krellick just waves at her. Man. I'm Krellick. <laughs> How you doing? I'm an otter, bless you, Krellick. I'm Krellick! Copper, can you see to the, uh, the rest of the candles in here? Can you hear a muffled affirmation? from somewhere around the corner, deeper within the house of the Morning Lord. As out waddles, Copper Knobberknocker, still in his furs, little <laughs> rounded teddy bear ears. And he is carrying with him a candle snuffer. You know, one of those sort of bell-shaped ones on a long wand. <laughs> the wand itself, longer than it, he is tall. And as Michonne kind of motions to some of the taller candelabras that stand around the room, he grumbles to himself and starts reaching up his outstretched arms, just barely able to gutter out some of the candles with the bell on the end of the snuffer. He's my acolyte and uh, has a bit of work yet to be done out here. Uh, should we go and speak deeper within? Yeah, uh, Michonne, if you could... Actually, we don't need your uh, advice, but if you could give us a place where we can speak quietly. Uh, didn't want to risk it by the knucklehead. Uh, no offense taken. Uh, is it just the four of you? I can fit you into one of the acolytes' chambers. Copper won't mind. You hear this grumble from the, uh, the gnome who is still guttering out candles. No, there will be others. Right, uh, so that I know who to look out for, and who to let in and who not. Who all is coming? A tiefling, a, uh, a half-elf, a warforged, he's 
very tall and made of wood and uh, metal. And she's very hard to miss, but a, a, a young dragon. At the mention of a young dragon, Mishan immediately looks concerned. Ah, um, so you know who they were asking after? She, she's a bronze dragon called Miri, uh, and there's Rian, and Felgrim, and Rimar. No, I understand. There was a, a, a few folks from the east who had come asking after a dragon, and one of their stops was here. I assume that they were looking for your group. They came from the east? Did they leave a name? No names. Uh, but they had those East Havener accents, that sort of rough talk that they use out there. From towards Goodmead? Yes, it's actually, it's the one of the larger towns on one of the lakes to the east. Uh, Tavini's eyes are filling with tears again, and she's starting to shake. Elsa sort of grabs for Tavini and starts steering her towards the rooms where uh, Copper had emerged from. Right, uh, we'll we'll be uh, speaking quietly, if you don't mind. Um, thank you, Michonne. No, it's, it's alright. Um, I'll keep an eye out for your friends and let them know when they arrive. So, Elsa ushers you back into what is a very, very narrow sort of bare chamber. It's got a little bed in it, little side table. There's a small candle guttering there with the wind of your passage. And probably fits the three of you, the four of you comfortably. Not sure how it's going to work when the others come, but it's private at the very least. Elza steers Tavini over to the bed and sort of, here, sit down, dear. You look like you're going to faint. No, it's all right. It's it's good of you to come back and check on us. Garn, can you get the door? Garn grunts and sort of kicks the door shut behind him. Right, so that uh, dragon friend of yours that is uh, going to be a bit of a concern if you're going to continue traveling with them. You're thinking of staying here, aren't you, girl? No, not anymore. I'm thinking... I'm thinking of getting you and Elsa out of here. Yeah, we're, as Elsa was saying, been discussing going to the Dwarven Valley, but we could use you to help uh, smooth the way for us. Garn, don't be like that. What did they want? What did they look like? A couple of roughshod boys. Yeah. Wearing thick furs, that's the same as everyone out this way. Uh, dyed black for the most part. Any symbols? Markings? Garn cocks his head to one side and thinks for a moment. Yeah, they, there was one with a tattoo on his hand, like a black snake. Black snake? Uh, he means uh, something with wings on it. Why did that mean anything to either of you? Something with wings? Can't think of nothing. Both of you want to make me a history check. Yeah. Mm. Oh wait. This should go uh, good. 
Six. That is a six. Yeah. Aha, there it is. Aha, wisdom. Yeah, you're you're a halfling subtype that has that feature where you can use your wisdom modifier for it. Yep. Okay. Oof. Oof. Still a lean eight. <laughs> yeah, nothing comes to mind. But about this time, as you're kind of puzzling over, like, do I know that symbol? Hello? Oh, hi. I'm Kepesk Mirik, but you can call me Miri. You said something about a cat? <sighs> oh, a rat. Ask Rean about them sometime. He loves those. He's been showing me RatTrapGames.com's flexible game mats for GMs, books, dice, and more. And they look easy to use even with claws. I fell in love with a shirt on there with a wingless dragon saying, I bite. That's what I do. I think I persuaded Rian to get it for me, especially since he can save 10% of his gold with the code SQLR21. You should visit them too at RatTrapGames.com and save yourself the hassle of painting or assembling your new scenics. If you like a good fight, they're sure to make your life easier. The remainder of the group arrives at the House of the Morning Lord. And you see immediately that that heavily furred gnome has a very lengthy sort of uh, tool for snuffing out candles. And he's currently working on the candelabras in the back of the room. And there is a very anxious looking priestess with a fur trim along her robe sort of pacing back and forth, wringing her hands together and occasionally glancing towards the rooms in the back. And when she sees the four of you come up out of the dark, she gives a half-hearted smile. Ah, oh, you must be the um, ones that young Tavini was speaking of. Hi, Hi is she here? Yes, in the back. A, uh, in uh, a young copper here's chambers. Mm. Is everyone all right? No one's hurt. No, no one's hurt. Uh, here, let me escort you. Okay. Thank you. Excellent. That, yeah, we appreciate that. Thank you very much. Takes the lead to guide you deeper within. And the halls in here, they're fairly bare. That main chamber is the more ostentatious part of the structure. Where it has the altar to Amanater and various sort of gold-plated decorations about representing the sun, which is terribly unfortunate given that this place is always in the dark. Uh, she leads you to a bare chamber, and on opening the door and looking in, you can immediately tell that it is going to be a very, very tight fit. You see, Tavini and Elsa are currently sitting on Copper's bed, which is comparatively small to what you may be used to seeing, like a child-sized bed. And... Kralik and Garn are sort of standing off to one side, Garn looking very dour, with half of his beard trimmed away. You guys are not looking the happiest around here. What is going on? Why has everybody got such a sour look on their face? Someone burned down my home, Garn says. I, what? Black and Blades is gone. Who? Who, who, who burned down your home? Yeah. And Why? How about that? They were looking for us. For, 
For us? I think more importantly, they were looking for uh, Miri out there. Just like the blood drains from Rian's face, and he just kind of like lets an ex- just a sigh out. Just like, <sighs> can can Miri fit inside? At least inside a little. Mishan is still hovering at the doorway, and the room is now getting hot because there are a lot of bodies packed into a small space. But on hearing that, she goes, I can bring her into the foyer at the least. Should fit in there. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I am so sorry, Arisa and Karn. I I had no idea it would come to you. Uh, You say that like you know of what's happened, lad. Do you have a story you want to share? Aye, that would be a nice story to know. Yeah, uh, hardly a week ago. Garn and I were, you know, wrapping up, having breakfast, and there came a knock at the door. There were four men standing there. We invited them in, you know, they were seeking business with us, and as soon as the last one was inside, you hear the door lock shut, and he stood there guarding the way. And the others fanned out around the pair of us and started asking questions, all friendly-like. Uh, they're kind of anything but. They suggested, rather forcefully, that we, we sit down at the table, not uh, do anything that we might regret. They were asking, you know, about your dragon. About the group of ya and where you might have gone. We said, oh, you know, we think they've gone north and... They were saying, oh, well, you know, this is the ascent of the north. Tell us the right way. Who was it that was asking? Big guy. He was kind of rough. One of those types where you, you see him and you think, how many times has he broken his nose? Hey, tell him about the, uh, the tattoo you told us about. Maybe he knows it. Yeah, he was, he was tapping his fingers on the table a lot and I was just staring because it was kind of hypnotic almost. And he had a tattoo in the joint of his index finger and his thumb. Of a long black snake with wings. Huh. Does that sound familiar to you? Aye. Sounds like the Zentarum. Oh, good. So now I know who to set on fire. Absolutely. They're hired muscle from Waterdeep. Which makes sense why they'd be coming this way. Now, see when I was a guard in Waterdeep. During a raid one night is when I found Miri. Now, the raid itself seemed normal right off the bat, but as we broke into that place, we could tell that something was wrong. Immediately I could tell something was wrong, that there was, that this wasn't one of those things where we were taken from, we were just taken from other thieves, we were taken from someone very important. And I found Miri in that warehouse, in a box, and once I saw her, I knew that was what I was there to bring to my superiors. I knew that if they got a hold of her, well, they'd do terrible things to her. Either they were going to butcher her for her scales, make her grow up fighting some pits, or just use her as a weapon of war. And I couldn't let that happen. So I took her, and I tapped the first ship north, and that's when I met you all. I always knew someday that they'd come looking. But I, I figured I'd have a chance to 
engage him on my own terms. I didn't think that others would get hurt in the process. I'm sorry. <sighs> Is Mary here with us? She's in the foyer. Uh, since she was out in the foyer, yeah. I'm gonna go check on her. What you're saying is we have to find these people and make sure they don't hurt anyone else looking for us. Absolutely. But there is one, probably one stipulation in this situation. Oh, there's more. Good. Well, it's not as, it's not as complicated as you might think. And that is when we find them and we hurt them as much as we're going to hurt them. And by God, we're going to hurt them. We need to leave one alive. And why is that? So that he can tell the others never to come back up here. And I think he's he's got his thumb pressed up to his blade with that fucking ruby. And he's adhering it and, and like, uh, combining it into his sword right now. Like, like he's loading a fucking gun. Well, I mean, <laughs> we can leave him alive doesn't mean he can't break his legs. Oh, trust me. They're going to feel pain. Okay, but well... It's a it's a strong enemy to make. I but more so than you already have. The way I see it, they're not gonna stop coming for it. So I you're don't right. have much choice. You're right, Grin, and I I apologize for getting you into this. But until the cost is worth more than the gain, they're never gonna stop. That's how those types always look at things. It's all about money. Oh, we'll make them pay. Elsa chimes in. Uh, I'm not terribly familiar with uh, you know, the workings of Waterdeep, but that name's in Tarum. I feel like I've heard it up here in the north. Oh, they reach all the way up here too, huh? Rumors, mostly. I didn't know that's who we were dealing with. Hey, what rumors are that? I thought they have small pockets here in the Dale. You know, some... Like this town here or that town there's got Centaurum controlling them, or you know, oh, did you know that that guy he works for that organization from the south? It it never didn't strike me as anything. You know, these these are all outcasts from the the south. Well, there's one good thing about dealing with the Centaurum is that they are believe among all other things that. Everything has a price. One of those types. Aye. But it could mean that we don't have to make them more of an enemy, as, as Grin said. We make it worth their while. He just kind of leaves it at that. Right. Uh, well, whatever you're planning, lad, wait till we're out of town. Absolutely. Do you know where they've been? Where, they, where they're holding up? Have you heard any talk of it as far as where they're staying? No, uh, just, you know, you hear things filtered from other folk. If they are in East Haven, I'd believe it. That town's full of thieves. Well, if they're not in East Haven, I bet somebody there will know where they are. That is true. Hmm. And it might be best to get as far away from here as possible. You thinking of going back south again? Oh, oh no, not yet. To East Haven. I... <clears throat> um, uh, can we? She kind of stops and looks uncertain. Hmm. 
What? What is it? Can we uh, get Garen and Elsa out of here T to the dwarves, where they will be s safer? I'm not going to East Haven. Dwarven Valley? She nods quickly. I think that's the least that we can do. Aye. Aye. This is, after all, on us. I would say our place, but that is very far. No, I, would, I think that at least until we have this uh, taken care of, I think the Dwarven Valley is the perfect place for him. Yeah, Felgren will nod. It's like, I don't. If I had to guess, the Zentarum does not have a hold there. But, as much as I trust our staff, I think an entire hold of dwarves, that's who I'd put my, put my money on if it came down to a battle. Alright. While you all are discussing that, Dreamer, you head out into the foyer, missing this latter half of the conversation. Copper's out there, still guttering out candles. He's about three quarters of the way done. And Michonne is standing at the entrance, sort of keeping an eye out, trying not to look nervous, though. Her arms are folded and leaning against the side of the open doorway, kind of bouncing her foot. You can see out sort of this wide archway, the polar bear that Krellick had been riding, sort of standing and sniffing around in the snow. And beyond him, sort of, in an alley between two of the nearer buildings. Miri's head snaking out, just kind of resting in the snow. The dark shape of her. She just had to mention her last, didn't you? Had to mention everyone oh. but her. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just like, uh. Where's Mary? Where's Mary? Where's Mary? <laughs> when you come into the, the foyer, Michonne kind of turns her head and glances at you over her shoulder. Uh, she didn't want to come inside. She preferred to stay hidden after that warning that was sent. You look more obvious here at the door. Am I? Uh, fuck. I mean, Amanetta, forgive me. <laughs> she kind of hastily retreats from the doorway. Right. Um, I'll keep an eye on her. Do you please. I'll go outside with Mary and shut the door to the temple. Yeah. As you do, the square of light that is spilling out onto the snow disappears. And you trudge over to where you see the dark shape of her neck and her head resting in the snow. The head of Krellick's bear lifts and sort of follows you as you pass. You can hear each of those deep breaths that curiosity scenting. You also see a bit of steam rising from the end of its muzzle. And once you're past, it flops over into the snow. Miri looks up at you as you approach, but she doesn't lift her head. Just kind of gives a mumbled, Hi. Hello. What are they talking about in there? Probably what we're going to do to keep everyone safe. That's good. Um, what happened? What got everyone so nervous? I'll sit down next to her. Good luck with this conversation. <laughs> Someone came looking for us and burned down Garn and Elsa's home. 
As you say that, she starts to climb to her feet and head towards the building. Nope. Are they okay? They're fine. They are okay. We need to keep hidden as best as we can. Right. So no one else gets hurt. Okay. Do we know, um, you know, why someone would do that? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, good luck. Yep. I was say, say, play it as dreamer. Yep. Do you think? We've made some enemies along the way. Yeah, most of them are dead. Most of them. One of them's a goddess, so who knows? She'll be a little harder, I think. Yeah, probably. So are these, um, is this going to be like the moose hunt? What do you mean? I mean, like, somebody went and hurt them. And, you know, uh, been reading some military stuff. And, you know, one of the guys, he talks about how, you know, if somebody hurts you, you hurt them back twice as hard and you make sure that they can't do the same. And another guy talks about, talks something about cavalry. I don't know what a cavalry is. Um, but he says that they swing around from the back and attack from behind. It very well could be that way, knowing our friends. Are we going to be a cavalry now? I don't think... Well... One of us is. It's <laughs> 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 <That's> awesome. <laughs> Three more levels. We don't have enough horses. Or bears. Or dragons. Oh, so you need bears or dragons for a cavalry. Or horses. Or horses. Or any kind of mount. Oh, so it's not just them doing... Okay, I understood what they meant now. Cavalry ride. Oh, alright. Cavalry ride, or they ride. That makes sense. You think they're gonna be much longer in there? I... I don't know. Well, um... This was kinda like where we were going, so... Are we gonna stay? I'm just full of I don't knows. I'm sorry. Because I don't know. That's alright, I don't know either. <laughs> we'll just... Hang tight until they're done. Do you get cold? I do. She kind of grumbles in satisfaction at that and lifts her wing up over you to tent you. <laughs> kind of nudges you against her body. It'll scoot in closer. I don't feel the cold like I think you guys do. I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> oh! Can I start like a short rest? Yeah, I could start a short rest. And and put up my dome and, like, compact it a little oh. bit. Oh, that's... Yeah, clever. Since we're in an alleyway. Yeah. moon and shadow. Yeah. you As you feel it settle over the pair of you, you know, it was already hard to distinguish you in the dark. But now, even the bright lights of your eyes are no longer visible. To anyone outside of its circumference. Nice. Yep, good job. Yeah. It's a cool little bit of magic. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. You think you can teach me? It's a magic I don't really understand myself. I'm not... I don't think it's something I can teach. I get that sometimes. You know, it's like a... It's like a burp. You're thinking of something real, real hard... And it's like, oh, where did that memory come from? <laughs> huh. I love that little goddamn dragon so fucking much. I don't know what a burp is. 
You can see her teeth sort of widening into a crocodilian grin. Oh, the next time I have one, I'll let you know. <laughs> you're like, um, Reem's my dad. You're the weird uncle. <laughs> Amen to that. Dreamer gives his most offended look. Oh, come on, that's supposed to be endearing. Offended. He's offended at getting called an uncle. At best, like, it's just like his mouth opening and just looking at her. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to do while the two of you are out there? Nope, just having weird conversation with my weird <laughs> niece. <laughs> yep, there it is. Perfect. Ugh. We're a weird family. Alright. So, back inside, it seemed like you guys were coming to a decision, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, if we're going to go to the Dwarven Valley. We need to leave today. Right. There's no spending the night here. We need to leave. Because, uh, Black Iron Blades isn't the only building I saw burnt down. I think we may have affected more than just them. Yeah, did we recognize that other house? You did not. What Interesting. I don't know, but it was burnt down. Yeah, it was on the way to Christos. I, I saw it too as we passed by, but I, I didn't think anything of it. Houses burn down sometimes. It could be someone we spoke to, but I don't think it matters. I think that it, it tells us we need to leave before it happens again. Does Tavini know anyone who lives towards crystals? Not anyone that lives towards crystals, no. That area tends to be more for businesses. It wasn't Kelvin's Comfort, was it? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I saw that was not near there on the map. It's like, like, we did stay at Kelvin's Comfort. Hopefully it wasn't What's-Her-Names. Or What's-His-Name, or the dude that ran it that helped us out. Shit. And Crystal? Is she alright? Oh, uh, doing fine. Yes. If if she was visited by anybody, it was... She, uh... Didn't mention it. And I, uh... I feel like she would've. Honestly. I feel more scared for the man who actually tries to come to her her doorstep with <laughs> with anger on their mind. Indeed. Because he just I, kinda chuckles. It would be foolish. Any idiot that darkens that girl's doorstep has got a thing coming. I can uh, I I can send a message uh, to Crystal and to Storm. Mm, that's a good call. We do need to let Stone know, just in case. I would appreciate it. At least warn her to keep an eye out for the Zentrum, I think. I think she'll know what you mean. I have a feeling. She looks at Elsa and Garn. Is there... Do you have anything you need to uh, pack? We were able to grab a few things, and they're up in our room at the Knucklehead. If we're going to be leaving soon, Garn and I can meet you on the north end of town, near Northgate. Do you have any uh, weapons in case they try to s stop you? As you ask, Garn sort of shifts and motions to a short sword at his hip. Just a very plainly made weapon. It has no decoration save for the pommel of it, which Garn is special. shaped shaped like a snowflake. 
Hey. Very crude Aww. approximation of a snowflake. Hey, at least he's trying. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, working on some like these. That is very good. <laughs> For the first time, he gives this this very slight chuckle, and he reaches over and ruffles your hair. If you don't mind me asking, why it's snowflake? Oh, it was uh, something here Tavini was saying about the beauty of nature and what with <sighs> the uh, the lottery and everything, I thought maybe it would be a charm of good luck against, you know, the maiden. Gotcha. What? Just making sure. Is this lottery? No one will tell me. Oh, we, we pretty much inferred it, but. Oh yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're either sending people out into the cold or sacrificing them to Arl, which is something we're going to have to deal with also. Yeah, the uh, the night of a full, or a new moon, I should say, the quote-unquote day thereof, everyone in town puts in their names, and one person is unlucky enough to go and meet the maiden in the dark. It's how we uh, keep things from getting worse around here. Though everyone knows that that uh, lottery's rigged, so don't think our names would ever show up. Oh yeah? Who's it rigged for? Well, I don't think that uh, anyone that runs this town's ever going to be on it. And I do think that the folks that are uh, apt to avoid putting their names in are more likely than not to be called. Gotcha. Fine, most folk nowadays are willing to head down to town hall and try their luck. Well, one problem at a time. That's definitely on the list. I mean, it does, it does nothing... I'm not defending the practice, but... I do worry that it might get worse if we weren't, uh... Oh, listen to me. It's dark. It gets in your head. Hey, trust me. We've, we've gotten a taste of oral already. And believe me when I say that she has the worst in mind for everyone here. Many... Towns and villages uh, worship order in some way. I think uh, they're all doing one thing or another. I can't imagine we're the only town that's, uh, you know, trying to keep on her best side. Fear is a motivator. You would also know, uh, coming from one of the, uh, actually, not just one of the smallest town here, that Dugan's Hole, there was one night of the month where everyone would put out their fires and try to withstand the night without any heat. Mm -hmm. That was normal for her for a long time. Well, uh, if we're gonna be doing this, I suppose uh, the two of us should be getting our things, huh? Alright, you get packed up. We'll escort you back to the Knucklehead, and then we'll head out of town. I would suggest maybe um, seeing your little girl outside of the city gates first. Ah, uh, okay. That is probably wise. As much as I hate splitting us up. I'll go with you. Thank you. I think with that, yeah. You all be careful. We're going to make it through this together. We're going to get you somewhere safe. And then we're going to come back and we're going to fix this. Okay.